You are now listening to Wave a Sound. Welcome to episode 50 of Versus Mike History. I am your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we aren't on your preferred platform, let us know. We'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members-only subscription tier on VersusMikeHistory.com. We should be about redefinition. Mm-hmm. And I don't particularly care whether I walk alongside, in back of, or in front of. That is going to have to be defined for me by my man. Uh, we know too well what our, what, what our being is all about in the United States of Europe. Uh, we, we have to deal with that. That's why I started out by saying, are we talking about changes within existing systems? Because that's all we're talking about. We're talking about a black nation within, within a European nation. And if we have to deal with that, then let's, let's redefine our own culture and stop being a subculture. Stop worrying about the man. That's yeah. deifying him. Who is the man? You know, I, I agree with you. Except, sorry, go ahead. No, I just wanted to um, mention in terms of, of cultural nationalism and what, you know, brothers feel. Um, I don't know, you know, if it's all true that brothers would like you to walk 10 paces in back of them. But I do know that... Um, we do have a definite role, and until we play our definite role, they cannot play their definite role. Mm-hmm. Right. And our That's roles right. are complementary, complete and make perfect that which is imperfect. And that uh, if we go about being the inspiration of the nation, and again, educating the children th- of the nation, and participating in the social development of the nation, mm-hmm. that it would be no problem. And when we say we should not discuss things, we start out to discuss them. Like, why raise Monaghan if he's invalid? Don't raise him. Don't talk about him. I really believe this very strongly, that as much as we would all like to say that and struggle every day re-examining ourselves to do just that, that we are, unfortunately, very much a part of that dominant culture. It does affect us. Now, if it didn't affect us, we wouldn't be fighting crackers. And that's the truth of it. If it didn't affect us, we wouldn't get mad hmm. about what Mr. Moynihan writes. And if it didn't affect us, certain people would not react to the myth of the matriarchy in the way they do, and that's why it has to be exposed and destroyed. Yeah. A nigga, yeah, yeah. I was in the door with a dose Riding in the Volvo with a dose yeah, every day I need a dope flip. I was on some broke shit. A nigga was a pope pimp. Do or die. Nigga, play me on some motion. Nigga, might as well kill his motherfucking self. It's a suicide. Got a decorated rip. Nigga, hopped up quick. So I had a double back. Get him two times. I ain't new to this shit. Bitch, I'm true to this shit. And every morning I wake up and throw a game. Yeah, I just wanna be the jit. Fuck a bad insta bitch. Bunny rabbit off the rip. Bunny rabbit Reese's lit. Mighty, mighty know his dick. All is well in this bitch. Honey shells in this bitch. Fifty shells in this bitch. Never tell in this bitch. Fuck 12, suck a dick Fuck 12, suck a dick Cut this hard talk at the top off Hit Diego, he gon' hit me with the drop off Episode 50, we here, huh? Yo, 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 we back, man It's episode 50 50, 5-0 um, I'm feeling great uh, It's Super Bowl Sunday So I'm trying to, and it's early So I'm trying to get this out the way before the game start I mean, I got some parlays or whatever And, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to see what's going on, man. I'm trying to enjoy my uh trying to enjoy my Sunday. But to you all, happy Monday and um congratulations if your bet went through. 
and uh, you made a little come up. But uh, I'm excited, so I'm going to keep playing a little music before we start getting into anything because it's episode 50, right? Like, 50 episodes that I've been doing this shit. And I know I don't usually be on here talking my shit or whatever, yada, 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 but I'm about to talk my shit today because we got a lot of fly shit in store and um, there's been a lot of things that I've been doing behind the scenes to prepare for the moment I'm about to have. And, um, you know, like it's, it's, it's all been, uh, it's all been calculated and yeah, man, come on, man. Like, Come on, man, like, episode 50, we here. Um, shout out to everybody who supported Versus Mike History up until this point. Um, you guys have been very integral to the success of this podcast, whether you donated any type of money to the cause, if you've been on the show, if you're a listener, or if you know, you just the homie. Um, what else we got in here? Like, it's just a great feeling to know that you built something from the ground up from scratch, and um, you know, people really fuck with it. Like, and um, yeah, yo, you about to get into it. You for me, I got some stuff to get into today. It's not all bullshit, but I'm very excited. Like. Very excited for my progress. Very excited for what's to come in the future. 2021, we're not going to live on a down note like we did in 2020. We're definitely going to turn up and um, make the best of this moment that we're living in. And to be perfectly honest, the way the world is going, everything will be open back up by the time um, the summer hits anyway. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Be easy, nigga. Believe me, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me not get too distracted. Because uh, this is my shit. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with shout outs. I want to give a shout out to the homie Hadia. Um, Hadia has started her candle business, Ife Essentials. And I caught one of her candles off of her. And yo. These candles smell amazing. So if you are in the greater North Jersey area and you need some candles and you want to support a black business, then you need to get you an Ife Essential Candle because it is very crucial that you get one of those. They smell really good. Like, I'm not even, you feel me? This is a whole ad. But yeah, shout out to the homie Hadia and her candle business. Go ahead and... um, Go get them Ife Essential Candles. Okay, let's go ahead and get into the Black Spotlight. Um, the Black Spotlight, I want to focus on the young woman who um, gave her speech at the inauguration this year because I didn't really highlight it before and I felt like she should definitely be um, recognized for her talents. So I want to talk about uh, Amanda Gorman and the fact that since she's done her speech at the inauguration, she has landed a Time magazine cover and an interview with Michelle Obama. And um, I'm getting this from Black Enterprise, so bear with me. Amanda Gorman has made history as the youngest person to ever speak at the inauguration in the United States. Her original poem, The Hill We Climb, captivated the world and instantly sparked hope. Now the 22-year-old Harvard graduate is on the cover of Time's special Black Renaissance issue, 
The impact of the moment is magnified even more through a special interview with the former First Lady Michelle Obama. And here we have a quote from her saying that what's been exciting for me is I get to absorb and to live in that creation I see from other African-Americans that I look up to, said Gorman during her interview. In all forms of expression of human life, we're seeing that artistry be informed by the black experience. I can't imagine anything more exciting than that. So shout out to Amanda Gorman, the brilliant young woman um, who gave her speech at the inauguration this year and a Harvard graduate. So, yeah, let's go ahead and keep moving. So I want to go ahead and get started with off the topics by wishing a happy birthday to none other than the legendary producer himself, Jay Dilla. May he rest in peace. Um, This man has been responsible for hit records in so many of our favorite artists' careers, and he redefined um, the hip-hop sound um, through soulful samples. And, um, you know, I just wanted to take the time to recognize his his legacy and his impact. And, yeah, happy birthday, Dilla. It's Dilla Day when I'm recording this, at least. Um, let's go ahead and move on, though. Joe Budden is once again making headlines um for joining patreon so patreon is a subscription-based website that allows creators to make money off of their content and joe budden has just moved his joe budden network and podcast to the patreon platform but what's more important is that he has also joined the patreon staff as um director of creator equity and I think that this is more so important in terms of this story because it's important that um, people within our culture are being put in positions at major companies to ensure that you know we're uh, accessing and gaining all the opportunities we can to profit off of the work that we've put so much work effort into and you know i think it was a i think it was a cool move on patreon um they spoke about how their views aligned in terms of them coming from similar backgrounds and them um struggling to make profit off of their content earlier in their career um and now you know being at a point where they can create opportunities for other people so shout out to joe and shout out to patreon for that cool move i think that um it stands as like a sign of a transition of creators uh, creating opportunities for themselves rather than having to wait and wait around for other people to hand them a bag. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do here on the podcast as well. So um, it's very commendable. Shout out Joe and let's keep it moving. Okay. So Questlove directed a film called Summer of Soul. And he premiered it at the Sundance Festival, and it is now being picked up by Fox, uh, well, not Fox Searchlight, but Searchlight, which is owned by Disney now, and um, Hulu. So the film we will be premiering on Hulu, and I'm getting this from Hollywood Reporter, so bear with me. The doc features 40 hours of never-before-seen archival footage of 1969's Harlem Cultural Festival, which has come to be known as Black Woodstock. Disney-owned Searchlight Pictures and Hulu have acquired music doc Summer of Soul 
or when the revolution could not be televised, a directorial debut for Roots founder Amir Questlove Thompson. Shout out to Questlove. Um, it's really dope that people within our culture, when within the music industry, are being able to reach out and um, tell stories on through different mediums. I really, um, I really like that about our creators and people within our culture. Like we're very multifaceted. So shout out to Quest Love, and I will be looking out for that documentary because I know very little about Black Woodstock, and I would like to know some more. So yeah, actually, speaking of the Sundance Festival, um, I wanted to congratulate uh, none other than Topaz Jones for winning the Short Film Jury Award for Don't Go Telling Your Mama because he directed it and he stars in it and he made the music for it and his brother is from Montclair, New Jersey and he's putting on for Jersey. So shout out to him and um, blessings on your award win. Uh, it's very important that we highlight creators from where we're from and that makes me happier than when people put on for the state, honestly, because they don't have to, you know, they could go on and move to wherever and live their lives and pursue their careers. But when you decide to highlight where you're from, it brings a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It brings a genuineness to your, to your craft and to your art form and a sort of, um, it lets you in. It, it creates a vulnerability that, um, I think is underrated and, um, should be appreciated a little bit more. So shout out to Topaz, and I want to see this film. So I'm going to check it out, if I can, when I can. <laughs> okay, um, so I've read that Nick Cannon is going to be starting Wildin' Out back up at uh, MTV. And to be perfectly honest, the news doesn't uh, excite me. The reason it doesn't excite me, though, isn't because I don't want to see the show come back or because, you know, the people weren't funny or anything like that. You know, I'm happy that the people who Nick employed have an opportunity to make more money. But I feel as though the way um, this has come to be or come to pass, rather, is bothersome to me personally. Just because, you know, Nick was on top of the world or I mean, he seemingly still is, but, you know, he had a lot going for him um, with, you know, hosting all these TV shows and, you know, having a successful show on MTV and, you know, starting in films, and yada, yada, yada. And, um, you know, he started his podcast, which kind of more so aligned with his um political and and moral views and you know he used it to express himself very candidly I might add and on his podcast he talked he spoke about um you know the inequality in America and how different parties um have attributed to the continuation of that and um you know he received a lot of backlash and while not was um, subsequently canceled because of it. And since then, you know, he basically went on an apology tour. Um, he invited a bunch of people on his podcast 
um, from different um, backgrounds to sort of, you know, um, mend the issues um, of the claims that he made in the past or prior. And he even started a um, alliance with Tiffany Haddish, you know, and all of these things aren't necessarily negative. But the way that they came to be were um, because it was kind of Viacom forcing Nick Cannon's hand and Nick Cannon kind of want not wanting to lose access to something that he put a lot of time and effort into, but that he does, but that he ultimately doesn't own. And, um, you know, we speak about ownership a lot, but. You know, in the case of Nick owning his own show, it's sad what he has to go through um, just to get back to the point of wanting to record again and um, and wanting to employ people again, you know, because that's what he was doing. And that was a big part of Wild and Out was the fact that he was given a lot of up and coming comedians uh, platforms to expand their brands. Wasn't necessarily about him. But um, all in all, you know, Wild and Out is coming back. So, um, you know, whether we choose to support it as a community or not because of who owns it uh, is up to the people. And um, I'll leave that segment at that. And last but not least for off the topics, I'm reading that the Blade film that will be starring Mahershala Ali from Marvel Studios will be written by Stacey Osei. Uh, Kafour, and this will be the first Marvel film that is written by a black woman. Um, so I wanted to note that because I think that's a pretty pretty big deal. Um, I'm not too sure what Stacy has also worked on, but um, I did want to highlight that. So shout out to Stacy, shout out to Mahershala, and I cannot wait for Blade because um, the old films were very good. I would say, well, not very good, but they're pretty decent and um, they're decent enough to make three of them. And I think that Mahershala's new take on the character will be a nice revitalization and a nice addition to the MCU. So shout out to all parties involved and I'm excited for what's to come. I'm excited to get into some new music today simply for the fact that we've been getting new music for the past couple weeks in a row. And I hope that this, you know, just keeps picking back up, not necessarily being uh, flooded every week, but, you know, the releases of quality artists is what I'm excited for. And um, we did get some quality releases this uh, week. And um, we get some stuff from Lucky Day featuring Tiana Major on Red. And he's supposed to be dropping an EP on Valentine's Day. Uh, we get a single from Lil Durk and Kalani, Love You Too. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Bobby Sessions, I'm a King. Vic Mensa, Wyclef John, Chance the Rapper called Shelter. Uh, Shelter and um, Freddie Gibbs, Schoolboy Q, which you heard in the beginning of the episode. And that's called Gang Signs, Cardi B, Up. Um... I know Meg, she dropped a video for Cry Baby, which was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> That's the word I'm going to use. Um, and yeah, I'm just looking right now. I know that uh, D-Smoke dropped the, the deluxe to his album. 
Van Jess, they released an they released a project. Is this an EP or an album? I would assume it's an EP. Uh, what else do we have? Devin, that dude. So, um, soulful distance, black coffee, subconsciously, and yeah, you know that's pretty much it on new music. Um, I think a couple of those songs were dope. I like. I really do enjoy the Lucky Day song. The Freddie Gibbs song is hard. Um, her released a song for the Judas and the Black Messiah film called Fight For You. And uh, Summer Walker has a song with uh, Young Rog called Bullshit. And yeah. Now, in terms of new uh, movies and TV, where do I begin? Um, you guys know I've been watching Sopranos, The Sopranos. Uh, I didn't really watch that many episodes this week. I'm not sure why. I just wasn't really feeling it. But I don't know. I guess I'm looking for something like to really hold me in between my new series. Um, But let's talk about some WandaVision episode five. Uh, Some very interesting things happened in this week's episode. So we saw that um, Wanda is essentially controlling everything. You know, um, the the director, Tyler, um, he seems to be moving closer to the antagonist side, especially since he tried to take a shot at Wanda. Um, we see in the beginning of the episode that um, Wanda is, you know, having issues with getting the kids to go to sleep and she's trying to use her magic on them and that's not working at all. Agnes is featured more prominently in this episode as well. And Vision is going through it because he uh, doesn't know what's going on. And um, that's pretty much all I'll say about that because I don't want to spoil it too much. And you guys can go ahead and check it out. I, you know, these Marvel shows, they've really been been impressing me. Um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming next month and I'll be covering that um, through some members only stuff but I'm really excited for this Marvel stuff man they've been doing a really good job and that's pretty much all I have for TV you know um, just haven't been watching that much you know I've been really excited for uh, everything that's to come so yeah I also take this time out to say that you know I'll be reviewing the entire fourth season of Snowfall. And if you subscribe to versusmikehistory.com for $5 a month through our members only subscription tier, you'll be able to keep up with my review of each episode while the season is airing. But if you do not, uh, the entire uh, season long review will be available to you guys once the season is over. And um, that's pretty much all I got today. So, as always, some topics, questions, and music and movie suggestions. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at VSMikeHistory and on Instagram at VersusMikeHistory and on the Fanbase app at VersusMikeHistory. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at MikeHistory and on Instagram at LastNameHistory. These last couple episodes have been real short, man. I don't know. I'm uh. I'm going to try to come back with some hearty content to stretch this out. You know, it's been 
a real busy time. So I kind of been um, stretched thin lately. But, you know, uh, I'm here for the long haul and we're going to be creating more and more content for you guys anyway. So there's really no turning back. Episode 50 has been an honor with you guys thus far. Um, and, you know, shout out to 50 Mo. And uh, yeah, stay black people. One love. Peace out.